Welcome to Business Talk, Sister Gok. I'm Becca. And I'm Ruthie. And today we are doing part four of our series on different startup tools uh, and tips to getting your business off the ground for incredibly cheap or free. So today we're going to be specifically talking about uh, screen sharing, video conferencing, business phone numbers, and design help. So the first category within that, uh, screen sharing and video conferencing. So if you are starting a business where you're going to need to be meeting with people and networking, um, you're you're going to need something that allows you to do that, especially if they are um, in a different state or even a far away drive just within one city. It's more efficient, right? Um, a couple of different things that we like for that. So join.me we really like because this is a free tool for screen sharing if you just want to show your screen and you can call that person and talk with them on the phone as you're doing that um, they can see your screen on their computer mm -hmm. sends them a little customizable link um, actually it's just a regular link if you want to pay you get the customizable one with your name uh, really not necessary for the most part um, I really like it I've used it quite a few times on different things mm -hmm. also you can find all of the links to these different tools on our tools and tips page of our website businesstalksistergawk.com. So the next one we really like that is video conferencing is Zoom. Mm -hmm. So Zoom is similar to join.me. I like it a little bit better because it has a little bit more versatility and you can link it with different uh, services like Calendly, which we talked about in our last episode. Um, you can also use join.me uh, with Calendly, but I personally like Zoom better. Um, one reason why I like it a little bit better is because, one, their customer service is nicer. <laughs> but um, also, I just have found it to be very easy, especially if you're going to be doing like hosting a webinar or something like that. It's a lot easier to um, just engage Join.me also has a webinar uh, feature that you can use as well, I believe. But I think those are both paid options. Mm -hmm. So, um, Well, okay, so with Zoom, you can have multiple people. Yeah, it, the webinar is a paid option. Um, but you can have multiple people um, that call in on your, um, meeting. On your yeah. meeting, which is really nice. And you can see all their little faces um, to the side. One drawback of it is that only one person can share their screen at a time. With uh, the next tool that we're going to talk about, Google Hangouts, you can actually have multiple people sharing their screen at once um, so say if Becca and I were on a phone call and I shared my screen um, she couldn't see my face anymore but she could see my screen whereas zoom you can see everybody's faces but you can only see one screen at a time yeah so what we like about zoom is that you can use it pretty intuitively mm -hmm. if you're sending it to an audience of a lot of older people they usually have a pretty easy time of getting on mm -hmm. and um, there's not a ton of issues with it and it's really simple to set up too. Yeah, and you send them a link to the meeting, and then boom, you're basically. And they don't started. even have to have an account to be able to log in, which is really nice. Yeah, uh, it's free for meetings up to forty minutes, mm -hmm. which is perfect for a half-hour meeting with a little bit extra wiggle room in case you need it to wrap up. Mm -hmm. And so it will kick you off if you are not done in. 40 yeah, minutes. so that's embarrassing. So, so be really done in forty minutes. <laughs> it's also a good accountability tool for you if people are paying you for that time mm -hmm. and you know. Uh, you got to make sure that you're respectful of that. Mm -hmm. So Google Hangouts was the other one we talked about. Disadvantage of Google Hangouts is that um, you have to share your Gmail uh, with that person. Mm -hmm. And then basically you can use it through like the little side chat feature as well. Mm -hmm. You can video conference with them, um, share the screen, all that. It's mm -hmm. absolutely free. There's no time limit, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I think Google has actually been rolling out a few more features within that. So be watching for um, what that will look like because I know that they're trying to get more into the video conferencing game to compete uh, within that. So mm -hmm. definitely try it out, test it before you actually do a meeting with someone. Yeah, so I the disadvantage is it's a little bit more difficult to um, to set it up. So if you're just going to ask someone to jump on a Google Hangouts call, you they have to actually have a Google account and things like that. Which can be really awkward if they're like Microsoft users or something. True. Or <laughs> just old and they don't have Gmail or something. Okay, come on. They can be young too and just not <laughs> knowledgeable true. on that. Yeah, so. that's true. We're not going to be ageist okay. here. Okay, so uh, FaceTime is another one. If you both have iPhones, it's a really fast way to talk to people. And especially, so I use this a lot with um, extended uh, family members that mm -hmm. like help with different things uh, in around me because it's like, hey, I'm going to buy this. Is this beneficial? Um, they can just FaceTime you really quick. But you both have to have iPhones, so mm -hmm. there's that. Okay, Facebook video calling. This is an excellent feature for video chatting if you are already connected through Facebook Messenger. Mm -hmm. um, the disadvantage of this is that you cannot video conference people outside of your direct friends. Mm -hmm. And for some businesses, this is really not an okay thing to do on your personal Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. So pick your friends wisely um, if you're going to use this feature. But for other businesses, it is completely normal to be talking with your friends because, I mean, maybe you're like counseling them or something like that. Um, it depends on the type of counseling, though, too, because or seriously, like if you're like a professional coaching, like that. counselor, you probably should not have them as your friend. <laughs> a little bit weird. Okay. So um, free business phone numbers is our next category. We know that sometimes setting up a business, you're like, oh my goodness, the cost of overhead for getting another phone number is so high, which it is if you're going to sign up through like Verizon or AT&T or something. But Google Voice is absolutely free. It's an app and it uses voice over IP, which is basically like you're calling via the internet. Basically the same thing as all the different video conferencing, except for it's just through your phone, right? Mm -hmm. And um, only your voice, right? Not video. You can also use WhatsApp that has a phone number that comes with it, a really effective way to talk with people, especially internationally. Yep. Um, both of those we like because they're absolutely free. And really, really simple to set up. With Google Voice, it's really nice because you can just go and you just have to have a Google account and then it sends you a text just to make sure that the phone that the phone number that you're setting it up on, you actually do have a legitimate phone number and it just kind of like, so then when an incoming phone call comes in, you can set it up so that it, you know if it's coming from your business line. Um, so then you kn just know like, oh, I should be answering this as a business and not just as my personal phone number, um, which is really convenient. Yeah, so the nice thing about that too is that if you have a Google account that you've set up for multiple people within your business, they can all access that phone number mm -hmm. and see what messages people have left. It also sends you an email transcript of the voicemail they've left you. Um, and that can go to multiple people as well. So really keeping everyone on the same page with yep. customer service is really helpful. Mm -hmm. um, WhatsApp, not as functional as Google Voice in that way, but um, it's still a really good thing to have if you are looking at... Um, talking with people regularly and they're it's, it's probably more common that people use whatsapp as well mm -hmm. yeah so uh within the design category i know so many people are always like oh i need design help well these are the free things that we love mm -hmm. the first one is canva 
if you have ever used um, a freemium platform, which is basically free, but you have to pay for the premium, right? Canva is one of those. So you can get a lot of free design graphics and um, a lot of pre-templated things as well as different sizing formats for absolutely free to use. We really like it for um, making different things that um, are preset so like say you're gonna do a postcard or something yeah. uh, they have really great tools for that i've done posters from there it's pretty fun or even just a social post they have like all the sizing that you need for instagram or for facebook to make it sure that if you were to make an image then it actually shows up the whole image on your post and things like that because they have the sizing all down which is really convenient yes it's so nice mm -hmm. um a competitor to that also really great is crello Mm -hmm. uh, well, again, these are all linked on our website under the tools and tips page. So definitely check that out. Um, what I like about Crello is that there's a lot of different tools within it that you can, I mean, same with Canva, you can upload your own photos. Mm -hmm. So you can use those instead of the ones that are like within the background of what's already there. Um, it's pretty easy to change all the colors to your branding yeah. um, and just keep designing from there really quickly. I like that you can download in a PNG as well as a JPEG. Um, if you don't know the difference, uh, PNG is probably a little bit more crisp, but JPEG is a smaller file size and easier to download. Like say, if you're putting it on a web page, it's gonna make the web page load a lot faster than a PNG. So depending on what you're using the photo for, you might wanna download in different formats. And Crello is a little bit nicer in that it um, you can organize things nicely. Like if you add a whole bunch of images in, then you can organize them in folders and things, whereas Canva doesn't have that. But I think that Canva has a nicer user interface personally. I think it's easier to use and a little more intuitive. Crello is also nice, but it kind of uh, you have to play around with it a little bit more to get more comfortable with it. Um, but they both have equally um, good quality. And the yeah. things that you can make with them. Yeah. And so now we're going to talk a little bit about places to get photos for your design. Uh, within that, uh, we really like Pixabay uh, because, so the big thing about free photos, you need to pay attention to within searching for those because there's tons of sites that have them, but are they for commercial use or personal use, right? Mm -hmm. If they're free for commercial use, it means you can use it for your business. Um, the nice thing about Pixabay specifically is that they have the ability to download different pixel sizes of the same photo so that you don't have to do all of that resizing yourself. Because um, I know sometimes if I'm just going to use a small photo, I'm not going to upload something that's like 12,000 pixels by 12, like 12,000 or whatever. Um, I want something a little smaller, so I'm going to have to upload it to like a diff different tool like Crello and then shrink it and then download it again. Whatever. So, um, but it's nice because it has those different sizes already there. And then um, I really also like that they have quite a variety of photos and you don't have to give any, like there's nothing required of you. You can just use them for whatever you want. You can edit them. You can add stuff to them. Um, if you do give a shout out to the author, so this is a really good place. If you're supposed to want, or say you want to become more of a well-known photographer, um, you can put free license free photos on here for people to use to get your name out there and a lot of times people will actually especially in their like um facebook posts credit the author of the photo originally and you get more um credibility more exposure mm -hmm. so it's a good place to get a backlink if you're trying to increase your optimization as a business for photography mm -hmm. so we really like that one um, reshot is another place that also has uh, free stock photos uh, the difference I want to say 
in my personal experience I've seen between the two of these is that um, Reshot allows you to um, only download one really large file size, but it's excellent image quality. So I, I like that. Um, and I like that it doesn't make you uh, download um, or not download, but you have to in, in, in Pixabay, you have to check off this little CAPTCHA security setting. And if you download too many photos too fast, they're like, whoa, you're a bot. And then they make you do all this extra CAPTCHA security to say, yes, I see the traffic light <laughs> and do a bunch more stuff to prove you're not a robot. So reshots a little bit faster in that sense if you're going to get a bunch of photos. Um, I also think that reshot has more eclectic pieces than... Um, Pixabay, so Pixabay is a lot more stock photo and then reshots way more indie artist, I think, in some categories. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're really doing something unique and you really want some funky photos, especially with people, um, BT dubs, you should really consider photos of people's faces and hands and whatever else you're doing for your product because that psychologically increases the um, functionality or people engaging with that content. Um, we've looked in a lot of data on that and that's important. So definitely get some free photos of people because if you don't have them um, and you take your own, you're going to have to do a whole bunch of liability waivers to make sure that you can use them for commercial use and people are signing off saying that you can use their face, right? Or you can just take pictures of yourself, which is... It looks a little bit conceited, actually, if you have all just you <laughs> all over your website. Yeah. So it depends on what you're using for it, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So those are the different ones that we really like. Um, another one Ruthie has, she's going to tell you about. Um, so Pexels is similar to Pixabay. Um, I really like it because it, it has, um, yeah, it's similar in, in a lot of different ways, and you can use them for commercial use and things like that. There's also different ways that you can um, create things in something called Google Draw. Um, which is really nice if you create something in there, then you can, um, a lot of times you can look specifically on, um, there, they have a little thing where you can search images that are, can be used for commercial use. And then you don't have to figure out any of that paperwork and stuff. You can just create something in Google draw. Um, and a lot of times I will pull, um, images from either Pixabay or Reshot or Pexels and then put them in Google Draw and then customize them in there. If I want to, if there's something, some functionality that I can't find in Canva or Crello, I'll make it in Google Draw, download it, and then upload it into Crello or, um, or Canva, which is just another tool that you can use that kind of help you um, just get a little bit more customization, which is nice. Um, but yeah, yeah, the nice thing I like about Google Draw in comparison to the other two is that I know in Crello, uh, Crello and Canva, a lot of times when you try to do a backgroundless photo, mm -hmm. um, you have to pay for it. Mm -hmm. But Google Draw allows you to take out the background yeah. of a photo. And that's really helpful sometimes. Also, eBay has started doing backgroundless photos with this new feature in their app. I don't know if you've looked at that at all. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to sell something on there, like you just take pictures of it on like a solid background and they remove the background for you. I personally think it's a little bit techy in the way that it's... But I mean... It's free, so why not, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so those are the different uh, features of free design. We love hearing from you guys if you find really cool ones that you want to share with us. So definitely send us more information about things that you've liked. Um, check out all those different categories. So the thing that we're going to talk about today as our interesting gawk um, is Ruthie's embarrassing moment with the dragonfly. Probably my most embarrassing moment of my whole life. 
So um, we were at <laughs> her whole life. <laughs> Honestly, it was. Well, now that I think about it, it's not as embarrassing. But like at the time, it was like easily this surpasses anything that has ever happened to me ever. Um, <laughs> so I was at a concert for children. It was a little kid's concert. And I was there with my younger brother. And I was in the very front because he wanted to be all up in that music jazz business. It was not jazz. It was children's music anyway. So then I was standing up there. And you something I that you should. I'm just imagining <laughs> you like two feet taller than every other <laughs> little child there. Like, um. like I'm just imagining, you know, like Will Ferrell. And like <laughs> all those things. Like the little elves and elf. Like so much taller That's okay you. no okay, there was sorry. definitely parents there so i wasn't like towering above but you were definitely in the midst of a sea of small children That's in true. the front yeah the so front, yeah. i was in the front and one thing that you should probably know about me as context for this story is that i hate bugs a lot they freak me out i hate spiders anyway so while i was just innocently watching <laughs> this concert trying I, to keep I witnessed this so i looked down and there was this massive dragonfly stuck to my shirt. Like its little nasty paws or whatever you want to call them, tentacles or whatever, were like interwoven into my shirt. So when I started freaking out and like flailing around and screaming, the little guy just hung on for dear life. And I was like panicking. Okay. But the best part about this is that like it's trying to fly away the whole time. And it's like flapping its wings also it's beautiful but it was, i thought it was it, beautiful i thought it was beautiful it like, actually had like neon green eyes and like this teal blue body oh it was gorgeous it was insane. I, if you were to like bug collectors would have gotten wild over this yeah Let's so while i'm having this one woman mosh pit by myself <laughs> amongst just, a sea of children there's that just two this, feet taller than this circle that forms because everybody's like, <laughs> they, like it's like spread the red sea pulling apart their children away from me parents <laughs> are like what is with this crazed and woman I see, and finally it just flies away and i was free and i'm sweating like crazy and i just <laughs> put my arms down and was like just trying to breathe it off you know and all of a sudden becca looks at me and just kind of points and I looked down and the little guy was back and he was stuck to my shirt again and oh I was like oh. and then the best I think the best part about this is I looked up and literally the person singing is like singing and kind of looking at the crowd and then doing this little like side eye like looking at me watching me panic and then kind of like you could see him just walk to the other side of the stage because i was on like the right side so he went like far left like detract as much attention from me as possible but like if you didn't know what was happening like if you didn't see (laughs) the dragonfly and you were just like a parent bringing your child to this concert it literally was at the very start of the concert. So, like, it literally just looked like suddenly they get on stage, they get introduced, <laughs> and she is, like, this mass, crazy, insane fan. And she's like, yes! And so excited. But I wasn't excited. No. I was terrified. No, she was not. But it was so funny. Yeah. Because and so, basically, it finally flew away. And lo and behold, we had backstage passes to this <laughs> <laughs> with this concert and so i'm just standing there the whole rest of the concert just sweating like a little panicked 
person i don't know she gets really sweaty yeah when when she gets nervous and when i get nervous or embarrassed i just can't help it. it's like the floodgates are open and so i'm just (laughs) standing there the whole rest of the time thinking like all these people just saw me freak out and scream and they don't even know why and anyway so then finally the concert is over we go and get in this line and and my dad we bought the ticket so i had to stay in line and i literally was like so this is the worst thing in my whole life. I would have just owned like, it. Like, this is a bad dream that just fan. keeps going. Just, there's no end. And then we stood there and he just kind of looked at me and I looked at him and then I looked down and I did not make eye contact with him again. Did he sign your stuff? He least? did. Yeah, he did. And then I didn't say anything else to him. My dad thought it was hilarious. Um, I, I too thought it was hilarious. I didn't think it was hilarious. I don't know how you, I didn't have a backstage pass, but you guys did. Yeah. And... Yeah. yeah, it was pretty much one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. And if it was caught on video, I would like to say that that should probably be burned. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.